Hello, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole. I'm your host, Christina Fletcher, and this is the space where we discuss bringing to balance all of yourself, mind, body, heart, and spirit into every aspect of your life. Today, we're talking about you. Not the you that's showing up every day in this body you carry around, but the frequency of you. How to tune into it, how to show up as it, and really how to find presence in this crazy world. Hi, and welcome back. I'm really, oh, I'm excited about today's conversation, really, because there's something so powerful about getting to know your truest self, not as something that you can write in a form or fill in on words, but developing the frequency of yourself. Whenever I work on this with parents and clients and members of my programs, we always discuss the North Star of yourself, that true calling, the energy that's calling you forth of your highest version of you. And This is a sense of yourself that we all get to know when you're first born, when we're each first born, and yet it's so quickly forgotten. As a parent coach, this is one of the elements of childhood and development that excites me the most because as a spiritually aware parent coach, that's really what spiritually aware parenting is all about, being aware of your child's truest essence and helping them to stay connected and aware of that throughout the waves and ebbs and flows of the world as they bang about through their upbringing. At the same time, as a parent coach, spiritually aware, parent co- spiritually aware parenting is really about tuning into that truest essence of yourself as that parent so that you can show up whole for your kids. But more about that in a different episode. The frequency of you. Who are you really? How do you tune in to know yourself so you can find yourself every day? It can feel like a bit of a rabbit hole when I first introduce this topic. It kind of starts with that idea that when you say, well, who are you? People do fall into that list, don't we? We fall into the concept of, oh, well, I'm a mom, I'm a partner, I'm a coach, I work here, I work there, my favorite hobbies are this, the world perspective of you. I remember the first time this concept really fell upon my ears and settled into my heart was I had been given a book, uh, I think it was from the Hare Krishnas, actually, who I met um, on a walking along a street one day in Salisbury. I was traveling around and I was given this book by some random stranger on the street. And I remember opening it up and the very first introduction talked about who you see when you look in the mirror. I can still remember reading this because it just seemed like such an interesting question. I had been raised to look in the mirror and quite honestly, see the things that my body was not necessarily presenting itself as it should. 
So I looked for rolls of fat or I looked for bags under my eyes. And yet in this book, they talked about how if you remember as a child looking in the mirror, you would see yourself. And if you look at the mirror now, you're still the same person that is looking at the reflection. There's a version of you that is observing your body. There is a sense of yourself as you witness the rolls of fat or the bags under your eyes. There is the sense of yourself who is present in this physical form. And what's interesting is, is that over years, since your childhood, your physical form that you're seeing reflecting back at yourself is completely different as time has passed. It has changed. And yet the person observing it is the same. I find that there's a, there's a exciting thing to explore within that, isn't there? It's like, who are you seeing when you look in the mirror? And then it goes a little bit further because everything in spirituality and everything in showing up whole is always a bit of a rabbit hole, isn't it? It's always a question of taking it. Okay, that's one step. Now take it the next step. The observer, that person you are, what do they feel like? What is the energy of the person observing? Is this the person that chatters in your head? Is this the voice that maybe gives you negative chatter? Chances are not. Yes, you may be observing the bags under your eyes or rolls of fat, but that's not your true voice. That's not the true observer. In fact, that tone has a tendency to come out of left field and is a reflection of the world and society that we live in. Listen a little bit deeper. Find the observer of this physical experience, that deep version of yourself. Who is the person that's showing up every day to look in the mirror? There's a few other ways that you can explore tuning in to your own inner self. I've always found journaling is a fascinating experience to really dive past the chatter of my head. There's a great practice of morning pages, which was taken from the artist's way book by Julia Cameron. I tend to call it just a brain dump whenever I refer to it for my clients. Although I usually do also recommend the process of the artist's way because it's a beautiful program. But all you simply do is start writing for three full pages. Morning pages literally ask you to show up whole each morning and write three full eight by 11 pages. You don't criticize what you're writing and you let them flow from you in entirety. So it could be everything from half sentences to uh, I don't know what to write for three pages to complaints to whatever comes from you. You might find that you write the same thing for the first three days because our thoughts tend to repeat themselves. And then all of a sudden, after you clear the clutter, you find that a different aspect of yourself bubbles to the surface. Suddenly, you write questions and answers flow. Suddenly, you get a sense of yourself that you might not have seen since your childhood. Suddenly, you feel 
a sense of wisdom and wholeness come to the surface. I highly recommend doing some morning pages because really the process in itself is so freeing and liberating. And I mean, as a coach for busy parents, trust me, sometimes three pages don't happen and that's quite all right. Don't worry about that. Do what you can, but just greet yourself every day. Write a few paragraphs even of just saying good morning to yourself and letting some of the thoughts that are in your head be released. It's like polishing silver. All of a sudden, the light simply hits the true essence of yourself. The true essence of yourself. And that's really what I wanted to get onto in this conversation, which is the part that really excites me. You are pure positive energy. Your love. You are made of all that is. Scientists will tell you you are stardust. You are light. You are energy. Now, in the next couple of episodes, I want to do a full episode about the law of attraction because I think it's such a powerful thing for everyone to flow with in their lives. When you know about the law of attraction, things seem to be able to unfold with a different focus and intention. But for right now, let's just simply say this. As energy, you hold a frequency. Your highest self vibrates and resonates at a certain tone unique to you. It's just like music. And actually, in a few few weeks, or I can't remember when I have it scheduled, but there will be an episode coming up with a woman who discusses the Sherman Resonance. And that literally measures the frequency of the planet. This entire planet is resonating on a frequency. And you are part of that. Your unique frequency is part of the universe. Now, what's amazing about that is that the more you tune in to how it feels like to be yourself, releasing the head chatter, releasing the shoulds, releasing the things that weigh you down, release the things that don't feel like yourself, the more you practice feeling like you, your truest self, the stronger that frequency becomes. Now, law of attraction would tell you that when you practice the frequency of yourself, then the universe recognizes that energy and adds to it. Therefore, then the more you practice being yourself, the more momentum is built upon it so that you start attracting experiences that feel more like yourself. Suddenly, it's not so much about trying to muddle through or having too much focus on the elements of life that you don't have any control over. Suddenly, your whole focus and energy and attention can go towards being true to the best version of yourself, the truest part of yourself, the deepest version of yourself, and the highest version of yourself. How does it feel to be you. I mentioned earlier that we often call this our North Star self. 
the concept of North Star actually came to me when I was first learning entrepreneurship. I would sit trying to figure out how my gifts and skills could be used in a business setting. And I, I was studying on coaching and I would sit with different people and work through different workshops. And people would always say to me, well, what's your North Star? And I would look at them like they'd completely gone out. <laughs> I did not understand the concept of North Star at all. It really, what for them, what they meant was, what is the ideal outcome of what you're giving attention to? So if you are a coach, what is the pulling power of that? What is your highest version of your life look like? So, you know, in this kind of scenario, many people would talk about, oh, what the kind of money they would be making, the kind of house they would be living in, the kind of people they'll be helping, the different goals that their business would achieve. And yet I could never find the exact aspect of it until I applied it rather to myself than to my business. Because my business and everything I do, I try to make it a reflection of my own personal journey. So Within that question, what is your North Star self? I realized that throughout each of our lives, we have been, our truest self has been gathering information and she's been expanding or he's been expanding. There's a growth and natural progression of life that as you experience different things in your life, you develop desires. So, if you experience what you don't want, your higher self, your spirit is actually getting clarity on what you do want. If you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. If you know you don't want struggle, you know you crave freedom. So that spiritual higher version of yourself is getting great clarity through that experience and it's expanding and moving forward and it's got this richness and highly tuned frequency. And it sits there calling you forward. Since it's gathered all of the information of you, it actually hovers there like that North Star. It is its guiding self, guiding you forward, calling you over, literally whispering in your ear, come over this way. This is who you really are and how you want to feel and everything you desire. This is what it feels like to be the expanded version of yourself. A lot of this mingles in with a lot of the work of Abraham Hicks or some of the channels that talk about law of attraction and practical positive focus and positive thought. But it also reminds you that exactly as we've talked about in a few episodes of this, that your whole self brings with it all of your experience, your human explorations. This is not uh, a place for, oh, well, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want this, but I do want that. Your spirit knows what it needs to take from your experiences. And that North Star self is using all of that information. So the North Star self is calling you forward. 
I was once invited to do a beautiful meditation, which I often offer people, where, where you imagine yourself, when you're in a state of meditation, you imagine yourself in a crowded room. And you see your highest version of you mingling in a crowd. As the observer, looking in that mirror, you can observe what they move like, who they talk to, what sort of room is it, what sort of energy is in the space, what sort of, if it's a party, what kind of party is it? If it's something else, what is it? What does this person feel like when you see them in that room? How are they talking to other people? How are they carrying themselves? How do they feel? And in the meditation, you walk yourself closer and closer to the version of you that's ahead of you. You take step by step. And then as you're so close to them that in your mind's eye, you can just breathe them in, you take that deep breath and you see through their perspective instead. You imagine being within their skin. What does it feel like to be them, that higher version of yourself, your future self, your North Star self, that best part of you, where you're headed? What does it feel like? Who are they? When you start to feel within the skin of your best version of yourself, it's it's quite amazing how slowly the other versions of yourself fall away. Suddenly, when you have practiced enough and you have a strong enough sense of that version of you, suddenly the patterns that you've been keeping may feel uncomfortable. Suddenly you start to have a bit more clarity of what you're doing simply because you feel you should do it or society have told you to do it or it's just what everyone does. Suddenly, your truest self can show up more frequently through the day. And the more you practice the energy, the frequency of that version of you, the more comfortable it becomes. We had talked about bookends a few episodes ago. And, you know, when you do this work, tuning into the frequency of yourself, you know, frequency, it's another version of that is to see it as a radio dial, right? What's your channel? What's, where do you turn the dial to, to tune in to you? So you imagine tuning in that channel. So your truest version of you is the channel you sit on. And when you've tuned the channel often enough, and then you put your bookends in place. So you wake up in the morning and you connect to your highest self and to your spiritual source. And then you go to bed with a sense of appreciation and you give attention to tuning in that frequency, plugging in to the frequency of you every day. Nothing really can stay the same. Well, the good stuff can. Because you're not, overly layered up with the weight of things that don't belong to you. Yes, this can lead to some acts of letting go. And we're going to save that for another episode because that in itself is a whole other topic. Um, 
there are practices that sometimes you have to do because let's face it, we are habitual beings as well. It's all fine to say that spirit expands and it does, but the truth is, is our physical selves, our neural pathways love balance. They, they keep things in check. And when you start to change, sometimes habits kick in and go, oh, you can't do that. That feels uncomfortable. You have to keep things the same. Don't change. Don't grow. Don't move forward. Don't develop. Our brains love the balance of that. So yes, there are practices that you have to do to shift the mindset around this growth. But for today, I want to draw your attention to the awareness of this. What does it feel like to be you? What does it feel like? Because feeling is frequency. That's how you tune in to those channels. That's how you tune that dial to the frequency of you. So what is the channel of you? What is the frequency of you? When do you feel most yourself? That was actually a question when my daughter went to school when she was younger. Um, Every day, that was the question. It was always, first, when did you not feel like yourself? And then the next question was always, when did you most feel like yourself? And that awareness of going, this feels so me, and knowing that there is an energy behind that, a deep truth behind that, and to listen to that feeling more often, that is a deep secret in showing up whole. 